Welcome to another bonus connected to part four of the rational male religion and positive masculinity, our special audio series for Beyond This Earth. This is Novin Hollaback. In one of the bonuses, we talk about certain quotes that I got during my research concerning this particular series of books and one of the quotes comes from Ed Lattimore and it states nobody wants to be a nice guy after they see how women treat them so why do I say this is important there was a recent post done on reddit I want to read aspects of this and we can talk about the comments from there He's a great guy, but I'm done. This is from Reddit. Getting started is called from the divorce Reddit, actually. Hi, first time posting. This is the female talking. New to Reddit. My husband and I have been together for 20 years. Married for 18 of them. We have three kids. Middle and elementary school ages. We own our own house. I've been a predominantly been a single at home mother for 13 years and have no source of income currently. He's a great guy, a nice guy, truly a mensch, but I have been dead inside for years. I've been in therapy for four years trying to flesh out my feelings. We're back in therapy after our 12-month COVID pause, and he has been in habitual therapy for about eight months. Despite all efforts, I don't think I can find my way back being in love with him. I don't have a lot of supportive voices in my world. As to everyone, he is a definition of a good husband. He cooks. He cares deeply for your kid, for his kids. He's deeply involved in their sports. He's funny and the most likable guy you ever met. So for me, on the occasions where I have opened up my desire to end the marriage, I'm met with skepticism, doubt, and inevitably a barrage of questions like why he's so nice. But he hasn't done anything. I have no ill feelings towards him, and I want him to be happy, truly. I'm hopeful that we can keep things amicable through the separation and inevitable divorce. That said, I guess I want somebody beside my therapist to tell me it's okay to want out. That I'm not crazy or delusional of thinking that life without him would be better. Let me explain what we see here with this particular issue that this woman is saying on Reddit. Listen to what we have been discussing for the last four episodes. Listen to what we just read 
what I just did in the story in part four, listen to what the stats that we just put out, one hour of stats and figures. Now we come here to this, a post on Reddit and everybody went off. Everybody went off. Why did I say everybody went off? It's that is this simple folks. A society that does this that allows men who do the right thing. Look what she says here. Great guy, nice guy, a mensch. He cooks, he cares deeply for his kids, involved in their sports, is funny, and the most likable guy you ever met. Her friend said, he's so nice. He hasn't done anything. Can anybody explain to me? Anybody explain how a woman that goes 20 years, married for 18, three kids, 13 years, a single home, a single, uh, a stay at home mom, no sorts of income, no source of income, and says he's been dead inside for years. Let me tell you something about how when we get to part five, I'm gonna put it all together and I'm going to show why everything in this society has basically come to destroy us, destroy men, destroy boys from the very beginning of their lives. It has come to do that. It uses women such as Hannah Kimura, which is going to be one of the main focuses of part five, because we have to do it. We're reaching the point that it's her year anniversary of her passing. We have to do it because that's one of the reasons that's the one of the main catalysts of me going into the red pill and taking this practice full on. That is one of the catalysts because I want, because the reason why is, is that I want to showcase how societies that have accepted a lot of the things that feminism has accepted, leave women out in the dust, such as Mrs. Kimura, who went through her Buddhist teachings. She was a Buddhist who went for a Buddhist and said that everyone's good and everyone's special, except her. No matter how much she treated men with respect, no matter how much she cared for all the rest of it, she still had a model, but yet she's not on this planet. When we look at the evidence on why the reasons why and how each side 
was tricked into thinking she was what she wasn't? This is the thing that red pills you. That a whole society will make sure certain individuals going on through life will fail and make sure they will continue to fail. And it hurts. So that's one of the reasons why, but I want to focus on this. 20 years ago is 2000. They married in 2002. They had three kids of elementary school ages. They owned their home house, SAM for 13 years. So 13 years ago, from that particular point, is 2009. Am I right? 2009, 2010? That, that range. So I just want y'all to think about this. 20 years ago was 9-11. It will be the 20th anniversary of 9-11. 18 years, it was the start of the Iraq war. They had three kids. 13 years ago, we're in the middle of the economic tragedy that took place in 20, 2008. They survived through all of this. And yet she's been dead inside for years. They have been in therapy for four years. Then they had a COVID pause for the last year. So for five years, they have been in therapy. They have been in therapy since 2016. And he has been in individual therapy for about eight months. So he's doing this sort of the thing called doctor on the man and all the rest of it. So I just want to give you all timeline. Okay. I want to give you all timeline, but she has been dead inside for years. America went through a lot of shit during the years they've been married. A lot of shit. And yet he was able to be nice. He was able to do all these things. He was able to take care of his kids, especially with all the changes that were happening. He was able to take care of all these particular things. People respect him. They love him, all the rest of it. Yet the woman says she wants a divorce from this man. Can anybody explain to me why is this the case? What we have to do is to go back to 1995, 96. She is in her 20s and she may have saw something on Facebook recently for years back and saw this particular person out and about still gaining the girls and she want to be a part of that. Who says it's not? But 
I want to tell you why this is so sad to see and why everybody needs to understand what I'm about to say. What I'm about to say is extremely controversial for everyone here, but it needs to be stated. If, you, if you're a wrestling fan and you watch the Roe Memorial about Hannah Kimura, she spoke to a guy who used to work in the armed services. She was speaking with his wife. And I just want you to watch the wife. The guy is only about 50-something years old. And Hannah Kimura talked to him like she was a human being. Like she brought value worth into that conversation. I want you to listen to the conversation. And I want you to understand what a woman's supposed to act like and behave like. I want you to understand that. I want you to look at the wife and see a certain amount of, yo, this guy, this young woman's actually talking to this guy. I must have married somebody great. But there's a tiny bit of resentment. I want you to look at the body language. I want you to look at the body language and say, oh my, I married somebody great. Nobody cared that this man was a Trump supporter. Nobody did that. This woman treated every man with respect. We don't have a culture anymore that does the things that. And remember, she is a single child of a single mother whose father just didn't stay. For whatever reason. Maybe he wanted to be private and all the rest of it, but he didn't stay. We don't have, even with that single mother, she shouldn't be have to be Mr. Mom. But in that moment, Hannah Kimura, in that moment, made that man look like a million dollars and treated him better in that moment than any time that wife did. Why? Because certain women, I'm not saying that wife in particular, that woman in particular, but certain women in that particular age group and that particular age group between 35 and 54 start resenting these men at a certain time and place. They start thinking in the direction of, I wish I was 25 again. They start thinking in that direction. Which is one of the reasons why a lot of men say you got to get you got to date younger women. You got to date younger women. And now a lot of the older women are resentful for it. But it's like Rich Cooper has stated women like the idea of marriage but hate being married. There was a society back then that understood that, that if we have responsibilities and authority to do those responsibilities, one of the things that will help raise children right is that the mother 
must get over herself. She has to have something to do. She has to be a part of the community as a woman, because it's one of the things that I'm thinking that our society also fails deeply. And this is one of the reasons why I am beginning to reach a point that I'm saying that I am not necessarily against. I am not necessarily against women working. I'm not necessarily against it, but I understand that latchkey kids can be a bit of a problem. I was one myself for a long time. I understand there were certain arguments in the African-American community because both parents had to work. The children were latchkey kids. They started getting into trouble, all the rest of these things. And that they weren't able to go to PTA meetings and able to put their own influence into the school boards and all the rest of these things. So their children will have a chance to succeed in the schools because sometimes the other people would need it, they want to see their children succeed in schools and because they have better connections with the teachers, not that the teachers favor them, but the teachers give them extra chances. They're able to communicate what they want. And since there wasn't a lot of black, a lot of black mothers in that day, I've read the article. There is some interesting points to be made, but there is too much woke in it. But this is not the discussion to have at this particular time concerning how children are taught. However, however, we have a situation where that women do not have anything outside of the home to do. Some of them are basically good housewives and we have to understand that. There are just going to be some men who marry these women who just can't do anything in the domestic area. We have to give them the space to allow them to have some sort of financial security by themselves, which is one of the reasons why one of the solutions is not only that men have to do martial arts, but women need to get into the martial arts in a manner where there is a way only to defend themselves as a form of exercise. That if you are going to be a part of this whole physique thing and exercise thing and all the rest of it, it has to also come with a way to become successful in it, whereas you're able to be doing showing that particular physique in a manner where you can use it as a form of vocation and all the rest of it. Whereas you have to have women that wrestle once in a while, part-time. You have to have women that do MMA 
part-time. I didn't say full, I say part-time, like Holly Holm does. You have to have women that are able to do karate and all the rest of these things. Okay, part-time, that sort of thing. You are not ready to have this discussion. A lot of you men are not because what is ultimately happening is that they are losing confidence in themselves and they're starting to go back to the days where, oh, look, it, 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 it was the best days we got Chad from the McCunkum and all the rest of them. A man will always perform for the rest of his days and it needs to be done in a subtle way so you won't lose your energy all that quick. If a woman makes you lose your energy so fucking quick during a marriage, nah, she's not the person for you. You have to expend as little energy as possible to showcase your alphaness, that you are an alpha, to quote unquote alpha. To show that you have a mental portal origin. Mental portal origin should only take about 1% of your energy. That's all. But that 1% of energy is so powerful. Like that one inch punch that Bruce Lee used to do. That one inch punch. That's your, the mental portal origin is like the one inch punch. Your infinite self is that one, your infinite. Imperial self is that one inch punch that at any time a woman feels like it's over, it can be turned on at 1% and she has that feeling back again. You have to reach to that point. You don't have to do anything but 1% so that the other 97, 96, 97% of that day goes to vocation, recreation, occupation, taking care of the children if you're married, and other hobbies that you can do as well. If you can do that as a one inch punch, that one inch move. As the mental portal origin, I want you to think of that in that particular sense. You only have to spend that much energy to get a woman to your side, to have game, to internalize it, to make it sure that it's a one-inch punch, then guess what? You won. You won. You can make that. It's just your turn. Last 60 years. What Kevin Samuels is trying to do is trying to make that it's just your turn from Rolo Tomasi into 60 years. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? This woman doesn't have it in her. Doesn't have it in her to be loyal to anybody, not even to herself. This is the type of woman you need to avoid at all costs. And a lot of millennial women see themselves this way. See themselves this way. It's sad. It's absolutely sad.
But we have to face the sadness and we have to face the decline in order for us to become better people, to become better men. It's a wild time in this world. We will become better men once we learn all the situations. We can turn that mental port of origin, that imperial self, and we can turn it on only 1% of it and make it enough to become successful in life, to become successful with women. That is the goal. We don't have to spend all that energy. A woman that spends all your energy, as I just mentioned before, it's not a woman that you're going to be with. And it's not laziness. None of it is laziness. The problem with our society is, is that they have set men to fail from the time they're five years old, but have set women to fail right after they turn 16. I want you to think about that real deep. I want you to think about that real deep. They have set men to fail. They have set men to fail from the day they are from five years old onward. They have set women to fail right after they turn 16 years old. They have given them everything. Look, that's what, look, one of the things that you're going to learn on episode five. They set women to fail by the time they're 16 years old. They set them up to fail. And then when they turn 16 years old and they initiate a man into manhood via the prom, unless there are some sort of other talents, they start the process of telling them they're going to be 16 forever. They're going to tell them the process of girl boss. They're going to tell them the process of the sex and city life, the cosmopolitan, the whole nine yards. They're going to tell them all this, and it's going to fail, and it's going to fail miserably, and it's going to fall flat on their faces. Y'all realizing this now. This woman... And there are a lot of women like these out there right now who never been abused in their lives, who's never, her husband's never hurt them. Husbands have done the right thing and become successful in all aspects of life. And it's still not good enough. And this guy may not even be a beta. He may not even be a beta. He don't even know. He may not even be a beta. Not one ounce of him is a beta male. But are you ready for it? It doesn't even matter. She wants someone even stronger than him. That's why I said the mental point of origin has to be found. There are ways of doing it. We'll show that in the solutions next week think about what it means to me what it means to me is 
We don't have to push the mental or point of origin hard. We already have to internalize it. We've begun that internalization. We've begun that internalization. Once it's internalized, we can push it in any time we wish. That aspect of intercessional dynamics that will help us find a complement to our lives, but not the focus, because our focus has to be ourselves, always. And aspects of that, when we become fathers, is there aspects of that self-discovery Michael Tessarian has said this. He is through our children as well. Think about it. That's what it means to me. Thank you for listening to this bonus for the Beyond Deserve special religion and positive masculinity. A deeper look from the book. Those books are done by Rolo Tomasi. This is Nova the Hallback. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Spotify, Overcast, and soon on Stereo. That's the app for the interview. And wherever you get your radio shows, this is Nova the Hallback. We'll see you guys next week for the finale. of these Beyond Deserve specials and all new episodes from our regularly scheduled programming starting on March 6th. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other, and we'll see you guys soon.